0: Yahtzee players, Yahtzee lovers, Yahtzee friends, welcome to Gaming the System. That was a commercial for Yahtzee from the year nineteen ninety, yeah. and they made the game sound very fun, yeah. like yeah, extraordinarily fun. Maybe an oversell. Maybe just not the right type of fun. I don't know. It, there's in, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. My name is Ben. My name is Alex. And this is Gaming the System. We already did. We that. already did that one. Okay. This is a podcast about uh, games past present and games Games. this week Yahtzee Yahtzee. which apparently is supposed to be modeled after like poker uh sort of I mean in the sense that you well let's describe Yahtzee a top level Yahtzee okay you got five dice yeah five dice you got one cup which actually comes in the box it usually does yes you can also just buy it you know have five dice that you roll yeah when we played recently the dice didn't match They didn't match, and it bothered me a little bit. Yeah, some of them were bigger than the other ones, (laughs) which throws off the whole strategy. It was to be entirely. It was rough. It was rough. You're rolling these dice. You're trying to hit different. uh, What's the word? Scoring categories. Scoring categories. Yeah, you got your ones, your twos, your threes, maybe a little fours, five sixes, full house, straight, large, straight, small, three of a kind, four of a kind, Yahtzee, and chance. Chance. I think that's it. And Yahtzee is when, of course, you roll five of the same number. And you're not required to shout the word Yahtzee at the top of your lungs, but it does... You are encouraged. You're definitely encouraged to. And the reason I say it's based off of poker is because, similar to poker, when you're dealt a hand of five cards, you can choose which ones you keep and which ones you exchange. Yeah. And that's the whole... That's where all the Yahtzee strategy comes in. Right. What, What die do you save? What die do you ditch? Yeah. And we're going to get to the strategy. Yeah. And it's actually interesting that you say that because it's uh, very similar to a game called Poker Dice, where the oh. dice are actually special, specialized and they look like poker cards. Which came before or after Yahtzee? Uh, it came before. Okay. I think. Yeah. Because Yahtzee is also very similar to lots of games that have come after Yahtzee. That are just, like, variations on Yahtzee. Yeah, no, in my research, I found that it was pretty similar to a lot of other dice games, um, including a game called Yacht, and a Scandinavian game called Yahtzee. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) Y-A-T-Z-Y. Maybe you say it differently. Because I thought that it was... I skimmed the history, because that's not my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my my role to play. Sure. Pun intended. Role. Yeah. (laughs) I thought the game was, like, created on a yacht, and it was literally called Yacht, and they adapted that to Yahtzee. So, yeah, so in the official, like, history that that I found, like, Hasbro promotes, is that in 1954, this anonymous, wealthy Canadian couple invented this game to play on their yacht, and it was informally (laughs) called the Yacht Game. I mean, that's... There's an actual game called Yacht that's a dice game that's, like... Almost exactly the same as Yahtzee. Oh, and they're basically saying, we invented this now. I This guess? is a, This is our game now. So I think Hasbro stands by this because in 1956, this couple allegedly <laughs> approached a man named Edwin S. Lowe. For a lawsuit? No. Ah, <laughs> damn. And he bought the rights from them. Oh, okay. So maybe he just duped this... Polish toy maker. <laughs> maybe they had something, maybe some proprietary content like the scoring card or the, I don't know, the fact that it, the box came with a cup in it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, they, so they actually, they approached him just to make some sets as gifts for friends. Mm. And he bought the rights just for a thousand free sets that he gave them, which I feel like is a pretty low bar price-wise. And they just gave these sets to their friends. That was all they wanted with it's, those. It's the perfect gift. <laughs> a, so, game, a game that you've never heard of before that a rich Canadian couple invented on their yacht. So anyways, yeah, I think I think that's the story that Hasbro sticks with because that's how they own the rights to this game. But there are a lot of predecessors that are pretty much exactly the same. This is the mystery of Yahtzee. This is the mystery of Yahtzee. I referenced, I'm referencing a conversation we had off air, which is never a good podcast Etiquette. No, but I read a I read an article that talked about the mystery of Yahtzee. I think it was overhyped because really, it was a strategy, huh? Was it strategy or just it was, there was a mystery? I didn't read it. Oh, because <laughs> I thought that I thought that I was I wanted to be genuinely surprised on the podcast. I want to do it live. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's what it was about. Maybe not. From him. this guy Edwin S. Lowe, though, was a pretty interesting character. <laughs> you like to dig up the past, yeah. Life. Yeah. Interesting characters. No, nothing so exciting as a lawsuit or murders or anything. Uh, as or our, cocaine. As our last guy was accused it's of. It's not an Uno. It's not <laughs> an Uno. Hashtag, it's not an Uno. This, so, Edwin Eslo, he was born in Poland, he studied in Palestine, and then he relocated to the U.S. when he was 18 as a traveling toy salesman. It all checks out, yeah. And then, while he was traveling around, he saw at a carnival or something this game Brought it back to, I think, the Northeast and called it, renamed it Bingo and introduced Bingo to the U.S. market. Actually, Bingo. Bingo. The the one you're thinking of when I said Bingo. Yeah. I didn't even, I mean, that's so big that I assumed that it had just always been a thing. No. He, he mark, his company printed out the cards and marketed it. And that's what he made his fortune on in the like 1920s, 1930s. Before Yahtzee. Before Well before Yahtzee. Okay. That's that, amazing. I didn't know that Yahtzee and Bingo were blood relatives. Both names that you yell out during the game. You're not supposed to yell out Yahtzee. You can, though, and it's more fun. It is more fun. You do have to yell out Bingo. That's true. Bingo and Jumanji. Yep. You're the right. The only two. The only two. The only two. The only two. Not Jenga, also. We've touched on that as well. So Yahtzee actually struggled a lot in its first year. Because it was really difficult to advertise it because the rules are kind of difficult to convey, like, really quickly. For instance, in the ad that we saw, they don't talk about the rules at all. No, you just see Yahtzee players, Yahtzee lovers, Yahtzee friends. But I think at that time, it was really important to, like, talk about the rules and things in advertisements so that you knew what you were getting. Now, advertisements are interesting because when I was searching, I found two main styles of ad. There's the party game for all your friends yeah and i kid you not on multiple occasions it's just kids playing with grandparents like so frequently that it just builds up this stigma of it's an old game it's an old person's game it's not that old of a game and it's it's fun to play i under it is fun to play but i had the stigma before we played it that yahtzee is a grandparents game yeah well they also originally marketed it as like a thinking man's game like the original, well, almost certainly the original logo had a caricature of this guy Edwin S. Lowe with like a graduation cap on. He was on the box. Yeah. Huh. In the logo, yeah. Huh. It, the The original slogan was the game that makes you think while having fun, and then a second one was the fun game that makes thinking fun. You can tell that they were really workshopping different <laughs> varieties. Fun like, and think—that's what we're we got. onto something. We got to mix it up. What do you got? <laughs> what does the room? What does the room have? Yeah. So this is this brings us up to you said fifty six. So we're into like the sixties now. He he bought the rights in fifty six and owned those rights until nineteen seventy three when Milton Bradley acquired his company, E S Low Company, for twenty six million dollars. In what year? Nineteen seventy three. It's a lot of nineteen seventy three dollars. Yes. It was, a, it was a fair amount of money. He, he was doing pretty well. During his ownership from 56 to 73, uh, I, they reportedly sold over 40 million copies worldwide. And then Hasbro comes in. And then, yes, we somehow Hasbro <laughs> acquires Milton Bradley. And now Hasbro says they sell 50 million copies every year. So I learned that Hasbro acquired rights to the game from a movie. But really? I didn't see. But when I do my you know occasional Google searches for Yahtzee movie and Yahtzee movie scene, I what, come across some stuff. What type of movie? It's a horror movie about the history of Yahtzee. About <laughs> old people playing Yahtzee. Oh, it's called The Visit. It's from twenty sixteen. Do we have a clip? I'm gonna play a clip. <laughs> oh. which I Thank you for setting this up because I know that you're aware of the clip and it's just been it's burning a hole in my pocket. Oh, I thought so to I did speak, that really I well. Want to get the clip out there. Stop rolling all the dice on every roll. You're losing the game for us. No, I'm not. We don't have to keep score. I'm a Yahtzee master. Doesn't everyone in the cafeteria call me the Yahtzee master? What cafeteria? You want to win at Yahtzee? Listen to me. You're not a Yahtzee master. That takes 10 years. See? He's using strategy. Milton Bradley approved strategy. I don't know what I'm doing. This game was made by Hasbro, Pop Pop. That's a lie. It used to be made by Milton Bradley. Who cares, Becca? Finally. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> wow. This seems like a creepy movie. <laughs> I cut this scene short before the. Grandmother like genuinely goes crazy. Spoiler alerts for the movie. I've actually never seen it, but I don't think they're the actual grandparents. Oh, yeah. Or are they not the actual kids? Probably both. Or is it not actually Yahtzee? Or it's not even a movie. Wow. It's definitely real Yahtzee. Well, we only heard it, so <laughs> yeah. But okay, they mention strategy. Yeah, they do. Is there strategy to this game? There is so much strategy to this game. And I'm actually excited because I think this is the first episode where the strategy is act is like easy enough for everyone to pick up, but at the same time has so many layers. There are there are genuine papers written on this. It's similar to like when we did Dots and Boxes, that was a very math-heavy game, and this is not a math podcast. We said it before, we'll say it again. Hashtag not a math podcast. Certainly not. But there is math. And I want to throw out a couple numbers. Throw them. 4.6%. Chance of getting a Yahtzee per game. Really? Yeah. In the game that we played. Oh, sorry. That, we both I, got that was, multiple Yahtzees. I only had one number. And I messed it up. There's a 45.8 percent chance of getting a Yahtzee per game. Oh. It's a 4.6 percent chance, so a little less than one out of twenty of getting a Yahtzee on any given turn. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that's that's actually that's, higher than I would think. It is. Now that's based on what's called an optimal score strategy. So like if you program this all into a computer Mm -hmm. and they're able to, based on the, the probable outcomes of anything that's going to happen and running computations and other things that, sorry, I'm gesturing wildly (gasps) other things that computers do. Yeah. It can Mac, it can get your chance of a Yahtzee parole up to 4.6%. Now there are several strategies and I think you're going to enjoy this, because this loops back to how we played. Yeah, in, how you played. In a bar, <laughs> drinking... This was like our third game of the night. At the boardroom. At the boardroom in Washington, D.C. Yeah, where we're based. The average optimal score, if you run this strategy, is 245.87 points. Really? It's a good game. It's a really good game, That's actually. a very good game. There's a, there's a strategy called Yahtzee Only, which... I played... You played this strategy. And I did poorly. A Yahtzee-only strategy nets you 171.52 points. Significantly less. And that means... I think that's high, also. (laughs) Again, it's a computer doing this. But that means that at any given roll, you're always trying to go for Yahtzees. And actually, we should mention the point system, because that's pretty important for actually understanding how these points work. Absolutely. You got your top half, you got your bottom half. The upper section involves rolling dice of one number. You count up the number of pips, uh, the total pips of that, add it up and you're done. done. There's a part of the upper section is really important. There's a bonus. Yes. Bonus 35 points. And that's if you get 63 points or more, which winds up being an average of three correct numbers for each category. So So three three, sixes when you count sixes, three fives when you count fives, so on and That's so forth. That's exactly 63. Now, the strategy for the upper rows, you always want to use your numbers instead of four of a kind. I found this really interesting. If you ever hit a four of a kind, you should use that on your upper section as opposed to the four of a kind section down below. Which which involves totaling up all of your dice, correct? No. Four of a kind is a base level number. Oh, really? Is it? Is it? Do we have the rules in front of us? No. Pause briefly <laughs> while Ben pulls out his phone to actually draw up those rules. I'm going to look at the, our scores when we played. I'm pretty sure I took a picture of them. You definitely did. Because, oh, let's recap this briefly. Ben wrecked me in Yahtzee. You you got a game over 300 points. I got two... No, I only got one game over 300 points. Almost 400 points. I got a score of 397 the maximum score is in the thousands like it's of preposterous it's i mean <laughs> wouldn't it be rolling a a Yahtzee Yahtzee every every turn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so three of a kind how many points is that it's not a set number i'm fairly certain it's the total of all of your dice right so if you hit four of a kind that's why you also get the total of all your dice in the upper half but it goes to the bonus so four of a kind should always go Well, towards. you don't get the fifth dice. You get the four... Yeah, but what's one dice worth? Six or one. Anywhere in between. <laughs> but yes, because the 35-point bonus is going to be way more than whatever that right. fifth die is. The most important part of all the points is... Uh, well, small straight and large straight. Those are set values Yep. of 30 and 40 points apiece. Is that right? You've got the rules in front of you. Yes. Small straight's 30, large straight's 40. And then a Yahtzee is 50 with an additional 100 on top for each additional Yahtzee that you roll. That's yeah. why I came to the conclusion of a Yahtzee-only strategy, thinking that 100 bonus points outweighs pretty much everything else that you would get. But, as I discovered, drunk at a bar one night, and as a computer discovered somewhere in uh, Germany, I assume... Okay. What's Eind- Eindhoven University. That's was- in... That is in the Netherlands. Okay, great. I've been to Eindhoven. Uh, I was close enough. (laughs) Yahtzee-only strategy doesn't pay off. Now, there's two types of... When you're playing this not as a computer, as most of us do, there's two types of strategies. Mm -hmm. One is head-to-head. Like, you're actually playing someone in a game. You want to play conservatively. Because odds are, if you play smart, you can get above the curve. Sure, sure second strategy is personal best. Like if you're basically playing by yourself just for a personal best, you want to take high risks cuz there's no there's there's no downside if you like have a bad game. Yeah, sure. Okay. So if you're playing conservatively, there the, the, the strategies are a little bit different. You want to pass on full houses and go for Yahtzees. Or go for full house. Really? Yes. Okay. Full, so full house that's Sorry, that's for personal best. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Conservative? Yeah, that's your yeah, personal best. Yeah. So Full house is also a set number of points. I think it's only like 20. Full house is 25. 25. So you always want to go for the 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 if you can get a Yahtzee, you chance it and you go for it. Yeah. Don't be confused chance, which is another category. Yeah, there's no strategy around that one. That's just a little, take a zero if you need to. No, no. High, you want a high number. The, the the other strategy that this applies to both of them, get straights early. Yes, I definitely think that's true. I did not play that way. Yeah, you kind of scoffed at straights. I was trying out different strategies to just see what yeah, stuck. the ones that I wrote down... So the first game you played an only sixes strategy, where you just tried to get sixes and everything. Yeah, it didn't work out well. Didn't work out. You got 187 that time. I beat you. That's better than a projected Yahtzee-only strategy. The second time <laughs> you did only Yahtzee's only sixes... Combined. That's called rational Yahtzee strategy. The expected point value for that is 219. Ben, how did I do? You got 193. Not that shabby. Not optimal. And then uh, in the third game, which you won, I just wrote you were more confident. I was very confident. Yeah, you got 347 that time. I got 347. Yeah, man. Man, that's good. I don't remember. I don't remember this. (laughs) Uh, the other strategy that I found very fascinating is that Yahtzee 6s should go upper half, not Yahtzee. Yes, because that makes sense to me, because the 35-point bonus yeah. is worth so much. Yahtzee 6 is almost a guarantee for the 35-point bonus. Yeah. It's already, it's already 6... No, it's not. It's 30 points, but I guess you're far enough no, no, above no, no. the curve. It's pretty high up yeah. there, though. So, It'll put you along. So Yahtzee 6s goes... But that's... It's fascinating because the numbers, the numbers do show that that's a better move. But it's so counterintuitive. Also, you just—it feels so good to to get a Yahtzee that you want to take it as a Yahtzee. Yeah, you. In that case, you definitely can't shout Yahtzee. No, if you're gonna take it as sixes. Yeah, you can't, you can't yell Yahtzee. One of the most interesting things I found in my research was the expected point values. Like, if you play an yeah. infinite number of games, like, what are the expected point values for each of the things? Sure. And I found this to be very fascinating because three of a kind is actually relatively high it's 22 points on average we did and, we did pretty well with that well i mean yeah it's it's this counts like games in which you have to take zeros basically, yeah yeah the sure, reasons sure, weighed sure. It down uh four of a kind is only 13 well so in so we played th- three games which means basically six run throughs yeah, in the yeah, yeah. see uh of those six times we wrote zeros for four of a kind four times yeah it's a relatively low yeah. expected value yeah large straight is the highest with 33 points expected points. Yeah. So again, this is playing with an optimal computer strategy going for large straight when you can get it. High expected point values. Yahtzee is one of the lowest. I said four of a kind is 13 points expected. Yahtzee is only 15.89. Hmm. I think we beat that. So in theory, knowing these, if you're that computer, you don't go for Yahtzee's you go for your high returns, which are an upper bonus. Your upper bonus returns 24.14. Right. Uh, full house is 22. Uh, three of a kind, 22. All of those, in theory, come higher than a Yahtzee. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to just go for Yahtzee. It kind of just happens. Which I is... did it one game, and I failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, over our six games, we got Yahtzee cumulatively five times. Yeah, we were a little bit lucky. Our confidence was peaking. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's, and I think that... We I, both got the bonus. Yeah, but I think saying, like, looking at large straight... Yeah. 33 expected points. The point value for large straights is too damn high. <laughs> you think so? I definitely think so. Why? Because it's... Hard it's hard to get. Yeah, but it skews the game up. It distracts you away from the true essence of the game, which is...
1: I think that's part of Yatsune. the
0: game. I think that's part of the game. Also, I don't actually think that, Ben. Yeah? That was a meme. Oh, I didn't get it again. Anytime I say something weird, just assume it's a meme. But here we go, guys. It's <laughs> Meme of the Week. Not Meme of the Week. What's it called? Oh, it's a meme. Too damn high. Should I? That was obvious. It's a meme. Here you go. It's the too damn high guy. It says the point value for large straights is too damn high. That's what I said. That is what you said. Two to zero. I'm holding the meme. You can hear it. Yes, physical memes. Physical memes. Man, I'm okay losing at Yahtzee games as long as I get to keep winning at Meme of the Week. Meme it's of not even Meme of the Week. It's called It's a Meme. <laughs> meme of the Week might have been better. Nope. Wanted to do a, a Super Mario Brothers... <laughs> Ding. Yep. Anyway, that's all I got for strategy, man. Yeah. So what did you think of the game overall when we played? First of all, had you had a lot of Yahtzee experience before? I played it... With old people as a child. Ah. So, the expected amount of Yahtzee experience. Uh, It's fine. I was never that attached. I'll be entirely honest. I had a blast playing this in the bar. Like, it's... There is the luck element to it, but there's a lot of strategy. It gets very competitive. You want to know how competitive it gets? How competitive does it get? Well, Ben, I'm going to read to you a headline. Florida man choked wife during Game of Yahtzee, cops say. Oh. And then a separate headline. Florida, man. Also from the Huffington Post, because they just love reporting on Yahtzee crime. <laughs> Yahtzee game provoked brothers Jason and Andrew Cobb to kill mother. Whoa. Now, I know what you're thinking. It brings out the passion in people. How, though? Yahtzee's great. But, like, I don't... What What's the worst that can happen? Someone else rolls a Yahtzee again and you get really upset? I'd kill over Yahtzee. But it's not like a game where you can sabotage your opponent. Oh, I guess if someone did that, like if you knocked away my die, I would probably get upset. But also, like, it's kind of about yourself. And it feels bad. It's just you rolling the dice. Like, yeah, like, okay. You can, you can feel real, real bad about yourself and uh, put that on somebody else and, and choke them to death. I, that's not what happened in these stories, though. What happened? One of the boys, Jacob, 17 years old, kind of a sad story, strangled their mom when she suggested that her sons play the board game in the rural town of Alberta, Minnesota, last Christmas. So that wasn't even over the game. That was just, don't suggest, I don't want to play so much. I don't I think, think that there were probably other issues. There were probably some other things. Uh, to quote the sheriff, the county sheriff, it's very strange. She wanted to play Yahtzee, and they didn't. That seems to be, in their minds, what expedited her sudden demise. Wow. That's a verbatim quote. That's dark. Yeah. What happened in the other one? I didn't underline anything other than the Florida Man That's headline. Fair. That's fair. You don't really have to read much more into yeah, that. Yeah, Heated kind Game of ex- Yahtzee. Explains enough. I read it. I skimmed it. Yeah. I, I was expecting it. it to go into, like, she rolled a yacht. She, he, he... <laughs> just gave up his Yahtzee, took zero, and then she rolled, like, a third Yahtzee of the game. Yeah. What else could drive families to that point? Yeah. Anyway. I have mean, lots of different variations of Yahtzee. You want to talk about this? I really like Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. You ever play, uh... You ever play... Yacht, uh, triple Yahtzee? No. Is that 15 dice? <laughs> that would be better. That's a better <laughs> way to interpret it. You get three attempts at each category. So you can, like take a zero three times, or two times, and then still get... Right. Or you could, I mean, just maximize your point values. It doesn't have to be zero. Oh, oh, so you can, like, three full houses and get points for each of those yeah, two? Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay. So... Interesting. In theory, it takes three times as long, but apparently that's, like, a much more strategic way of playing. Or so I've been told. I guess there'd be a lot more choice. Yeah. There's Word Yahtzee, which is a variation on something called Scribbage. It's basically your rolling die with letters on. Very similar to Boggle, basically. But, yeah. Pass. Pass. Hard pass. Texas Hold'em, Yahtzee. So you got your two die with you. Yeah. That only you can see. And then everyone else has your shared die in the middle. Interesting. I it don't, is interesting. I don't really get. But you, but you still felt the score like Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm having a hard time understanding the draw for Me that too. one. Then the last one is called Yahtzee Turbo, and I'm not going to read my exact notes because there's profanity in it, but I call it uh, in, I call it blank insane. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. But insane. I looked at the rules, and it was like, you're drawing cards, and you're rolling die, no. and you're spinning a spinner, and I was no. like, no way. No, no. no. See, but, all these games, they add other things that often ruin it. What I find interesting about Yahtzee is when you look at the commercials from the 70s and 80s, They were already pushing, like, the varieties. Like, Yahtzee Classic, Yahtzee, Triple Yahtzee, Word Yahtzee, those are the big three. Which is ahead of the game when it comes to uh, building in varieties and kind of reworking your formula. I feel like Yahtzee did a good job getting out early. I feel like it's been very successful in what it does. Yeah, are there a lot of, like, branded versions of it? Yeah, so many. So many. This happens when Hasbro comes in and picks things up. Is it just the dice? not even like it's the cup? box like, it's the box oh definitely the cup you gotta bring the cup yeah probably the sheets that you play on yeah i guess it seems like so unnecessary but i can see why it's making making money someday you know? we're gonna play a game where we feel like the franchise strategy has improved on the game itself yeah, yeah i guess yeah. maybe life if we played the star wars version of life we might see that i have played the star wars version of life yeah it's a No, we got to get a better response than that. It's not better than that. Maybe once we get to Monopoly, we'll play, like, Dogopoly, which is a real one. Yeah. I've played that. That will make me angry. (laughs) Well, let's... (laughs) Speaking of the other podcasts that we've recorded and the other games that we could talk about... Yeah. Ben, where can people listen to more of Gaming the System? They can listen on the iTunes store at Gaming the System if you just look it up. Just type it in the search bar. Uh, Rate and review us if you're listening right now. Uh, Yeah. No. If you don't have time for both... No. Rate, rate us. Rate, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also review us. Four or five stars. <laughs> five stars. Five stars. And you can listen uh, also at... Uh, I forgot the URL. SoundCloud. SoundCloud SoundCloud.com slash GTS Podcast. GTS Podcast will also take you to our Facebook page. We post all of our videos and images and podcasts. Yeah. Take you to our Instagram page where Ben does whatever. I don't even know what he does, but... We're we're ramping up the Instagram. It's happening. It's happening. And then we're on Twitter at Gaming Thy System yeah. for a ye old perspective on your weekly gaming podcast. Tweeting, getting a lot of engagement? I do tweet. I don't get much engagement. That's okay. I feel like you can't tweet once a week. No. Is that what you're doing? Am I supposed to be doing something different? <laughs> I mean... I post on Facebook plenty. Yeah, you do. You do a good job of that. I do a great job of that. Facebook is almost at... I'm not even going to spoil the number because people would be so jealous. Yeah. You, you want in on this club, guys. It's... Yeah. It's a very exclusive one. Oh. Uh, next week... Next week, Ben, we are going to be playing Clue. Yeah. If we have time to play it. We hopefully will. We've played Clue before, but it would be good to play again. We have played in a group. We're getting close to Halloween. I think that it's a very yeah. Clue season. It's a spooky... It's Flu season? It's Flu season. Oh, it might be, actually. Get your Flu shots. Oh, before. hashtag Clue season. I like that. Oh, I do like that. Are we spelling it C-L-U-E or C-L-U? We should probably spell it out. But no, and I'm asking which spelling we're doing. Spell it out, like C-L-U-E. Oh, gotcha. <laughs>
1: Anyway, oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cluedo. Clu- hashtag Cludo season? No. <laughs> We're what? getting too far away from right, was... the original pod. Boy, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Was... And. My name's Ben. My name's Alex. This is Ben. This is Alex. <laughs> Gaming the system. Gaming the system. Nailed it. We really need a sign off. <laughs>